0: The lead. I'm one of your co-hosts, Winnipeg Free Press columnist Jenzerati, and I'm your other co-host, Winnipeg Free Press music reporter Erin Labar. Today, it may be a long one, you guys. It yeah. may be, we may be hunkering down here, and
1: it's kind of like upsetting on many different levels.
0: Uh huh. We have we have some. <laughs> it's the news. It's a it's a wild week to work in this biz we call news. We, yeah, we have world news. We have pod news. Yep. We have personal news. We got everything. happening, we all all, kinds all of the newses. News But this today's episode is really going to focus on the novel coronavirus surprise COVID nineteen because it does really feel like the the world feels strange right now. So we're going to talk about that um, and kind of talk about like more of like the social impacts and angles and like yeah because we're not biologists and and scientists
1: so we can't um, and will not no prescribe anything for you. No, so we're going to talk
0: about more like take a sort of anthropological look. We'll say at this disease um, as well. We both went to Wilco, so we're going to talk about that too.
1: So, how's your week? It was good. Should I do pod news now, like right uh, off the top, or I should know. I save it for the end?
0: I think it's for the end. Okay.
1: Okay. Okay. Sorry to like <laughs> put you in suspense for the next 30 minutes, but. Um, how was my week? Okay. Well, let's talk about Wilco because that was both in our weeks. I was there for work. You were there for pleasure. I was. Um, I've never seen them live before. Mm. I I enjoyed it. I still, I'm not like entirely convinced that they are the quote unquote best band ever as everyone keeps telling me. (laughs) Like, I don't, I think maybe it's one of those things where you have, you had to have been in on the ground level to build that
0: sort of like emotional connection i think it's just one of those bands like if you know you know kind of thing like it's just
1: it's it's yeah i think and like i can appreciate that they're all extremely excellent musicians Mm -hmm. and that they're very like tight as a band totally um and i liked it but i wasn't i don't know that i would be like think
0: about this concert ever again after it happened you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. it didn't impact me in that way um it's i mean it's always hard right when someone's like oh this is like the greatest thing like it's because yeah. right, I'm a very big Wilco fan. I've lost count actually of how many times I've seen Wilco live. Mm-hmm. I've seen them twice in Chicago. I've seen them pretty much every time they've been in Winnipeg since 2008. Right. I've seen Jeff Tweedy solo twice his lead singer. Um so yeah, I think if you are like a fan, then it's it's a different relationship. Oh, right? for sure. Um But it's almost better as a reviewer to not be a fan. Well, and I found in my reviewing days That, the stuff I went into totally cold or was like yeah, like I could take or leave. Um, I was able to have the, I guess purest opinion on Mm because I it didn't there was no real bias there. Yeah, like I'm I'm literally indifferent to exactly. So. But you enjoyed it. I did. Yeah. Um, what I, I, what, I also enjoyed it.
1: What I did not enjoy oh, the crowd was, was the, the people who, sorry if you were there, but like
0: yowchies. <laughs> Yowch like, I mean, not everyone. We don't no, want to make sweeping generalizations. No,
1: but it, I just felt like there was a, a very large proponent of people who felt the need to shout things out. Yeah. Which is my number one concert pet peeve. When oh, people yeah. screw, like request songs, scream out like silly things like oh, "I really like your band."
0: Like obviously, you like the band. You paid a hundred dollars for this ticket. Like, <laughs> like they get it. You're here. It and I, f- I felt like Jeff Tweedy rolled with it pretty well. He did, yeah, he was very funny, but I just got the sense that overall, it was a crowd that doesn't necessarily attend live music a lot (laughs) and left their manners at home yeah it just it was my rude you're right yeah it was was rude rude. and yelling out requests is rude Uh, concerts are a choreographed machine even ones that seem like loose rock concerts yeah they have a plan they do of course and this Wilco show was really interesting from a fan perspective because they did a lot of like deep cuts and things they don't usually do. <laughs> just
1: difficult from a reviewing perspective. Absolutely. I, I, was, yes. I was thinking of you. Yes.
0: Um, but yeah, they have a plan. So when you're yelling out random songs, like they're, they're not, they're not going to do it. Right. And it's, it's not funny. It's
1: not cute. The person you came with is embarrassed. I promise you. Like, like they... just, just. <laughs> Sit silently, clap when appropriate, enjoy your life, and stop ruining it for everybody else. They didn't
0: play one of my favorite Wilco songs, which is Jesus, Etc., right. which was my first dance at my wedding. Right. Um, our friend Andy Cole, who's a local musician, performed it, and it was delightful. Uh, but I didn't spend the whole time yelling for it. It actually reminded me. So I was at... Is that Lollapalooza. Mm-hmm. So festival is already pandemonium. Like I literally watched two women walk through barefoot, fresh vomit on the ground. Uh, yeah. No. That was the moment where I was like, I don't know that this is for me anymore. Um, hmm. But this man, it was a Red Hot Chili Peppers set. And this guy behind me really wanted to hear Suck My Kiss, which is an awful song <laughs> so title. Anyway, bad. He like really wanted to hear it. every time he would yell it out every time after every song he would yell it out and then at the end of the show he goes huh they didn't play suck my kiss and walked away (laughs) (laughs) literally after every song that was (laughs) oh man stop they have a plan just stop just yelling out in general like just don't do it don't it's rude Run of time. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> this week has felt approximately. I always think of that the old lady from Titanic. It's been eighty four years. Like <laughs> truly, <laughs> it's been. So we're recording this on Friday. Yeah, I can't believe. It isn't two weeks later from yesterday with all the news that happened. Yesterday was a bonkers news day. It really, really... Every 10 minutes, there oh, was yeah, another update. Oh, yeah, there was update. something new. So we both work in the arts and life department at the Free Press. Um, so it was a bit of an all-hands-on-deck corona day at work mm-hmm. yesterday, which was Thursday. Um, and it seems straightforward enough to cover, okay, what are arts organizations doing? What concert? Like what's what's happen canceled, to concerts... What's canceled? What's going forward? I got 43 emails related to the story in the span of two hours like every minute there was something else happening Mm -hmm. so sports arenas around everything continent are dark yeah uh broadway in new york city dark until april 12th they only closed for 48 hours after Mm 9-11 so taking a month like the economic hit of that is going to be in enormous yeah uh the junos supposed to be happening this weekend in saskatoon nope those are canceled disneyland closed disneyland is closed disney on ice was canceled um yeah just canadian screen awards are not happening at the end of the month like basically any cultural or sporting event you can think of is is currently canceled or likely to be canceled. or likely to be canceled or postponed mm-hmm. or whatever post-bought. yeah um Rage Against the Machine, a concert many Winnipeggers were looking forward to, postponed. postponed. Uh, They're postponing their dates through May twentieth. The Winnipeg show was May seventh. So some people think this is a gross overreaction,
1: but I am all for it.
0: You know what? And I think you have some perspective on that.
1: Yeah, my husband um, has lupus, which is an autoimmune disorder, so we're kind of on high alert because he's in that category of people that are at the highest risk, highest risk for um not only like contracting the disease but being most impacted by it and like potentially having it be fatal so um i would love it if everyone would just stay home so that when i come in contact with somebody i'm not going to be passing on something to him when his body is so much less able to deal with it
0: that's right yeah. and and it's interesting i wrote kind of a humorous column last week i guess it was i don't know time has no meaning <laughs> um about washing your hands right. and not touching your face and what I was trying to point out with that is that when you live through what is now a pandemic, the World Health Health Organization declared uh, COVID-19 a pandemic as of this week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very interesting, and by interesting, I mean terrifying, trust exercise. Yes. Because you have to, modifying your own behavior is what you should do. This isn't about you. It's about other people. But you have to trust that other people are also modifying mm-hmm. their behavior. Mm-hmm. And you know that other people are not modifying their behavior and Mm -hmm. I know this because I was at a concert with a bunch of them on Wednesday (laughs) right so it's just it is so easy it's so easy like if I was around someone and then like we carpool so I get into your car on Monday right you know yeah And and I'm finding as I feel happens
1: in Winnipeg specifically a lot it's it's kind of a black and white situation where one side is like oh I'm never leaving my house again let's buy 400 rolls of toilet paper yes. and, and stock up for 18 months um of provisions and then the other side's like oh well I'm you only live once let's just go out and lick everyone's faces and like <laughs> like like no there no. is a great area that yes. you can do both things in a medium amount absolutely <laughs> which is what I think everyone should be doing
0: well and I think it's just and I don't know how you make people care about other people yeah um I think because they don't
1: I honestly think a lot of people don't think about other people, though.
0: Well, and I think it's, we live in a very, and this kind of gets into our macro conversation about what the lasting impacts of this will be. Mm -hmm. Um, We live in a very, especially in North America, we live in a very individualistic society. Absolutely. We were raised to believe culturally, like not, you know, by our parents, but like culturally, Um, you know, you look out for number one. And you pull yourself up by your bootstraps and you do all these things because you have to look out for yourself. Mm -hmm. Pandemics really illustrate that, no, we need to look out for each other because we are all we have, to Mm -hmm. quote Fleabag. Right. (laughs) People are all you have. Right. So I think what this is really doing is really pointing out how many holes exist in our so-called social safety net. Mm -hmm. And how we need to be thinking about each other and it really is galling and i know people mean this in a reassuring way but when they're like oh it only affects old people and i can't immunocompromised i'm like hi my parents my parents are over 65
1: both of them most people's parents are over 60 right i have i have a one-year-old nephew yeah my husband has lupus yeah so you're basically telling me that it's okay if half my family dies awesome thanks
0: appreciate it, it it's not it's not cool those are still people yes you know um yeah. And I mean, I it, it find it kind of funny that everyone's making the exact same joke about like, I've always been social distancing. <laughs> but I don't think it's that necessarily a bad thing that oh, everything no. is just like taking a time off. As I've said to you, canceling plans is my favorite
1: thing in the world to do. <laughs>
0: it's like your hobby. <laughs> it,
1: yeah. It's like the re- the sense of relief that you get yeah. when you cancel plans with someone who also didn't want to go out it's like an adrenaline. It's like a high for me. It's like, oh my God, we both hate being out of our homes. This is great. (laughs) Because sometimes you just, you just really can't, like you need to do that. But I think it is a wonderful thing for everyone to just take a deep breath, not go to four Jets games a week, not go to a concert, not go to the play, not go out for dinner. Like I understand, of course, the economic impacts of this is is going to be unimaginable, Yeah, but I don't think it's the worst thing in the world for people just to for two weeks just yeah
0: stay home it's 2020 it's March 13th and 2020 has already been like the weirdest year I've lived through. (laughs) (laughs) absolutely um yeah what's gonna happen I mean we're already looking at concerts and events being rescheduled Mm -hmm. I don't know what's gonna happen to the Olympics I don't know what's gonna happen like our is a Stanley Cup or a priority this year is the World Series a priority this year? Yeah. Like, you know. Like the Masters South- has been. The seen. fact that, like, as soon as South by Southwest was canceled. Yeah. I was like, oh man, buckle up. Like mm-hmm. this is going to be a really weird year. Yeah. Where nothing happens. But I think if you're an optimist. You can see that. As... <laughs> I just had a little burp. I don't know if you can <laughs> that on the microphone. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Um, I think if you're an optimist, you can kind of look at that as an opportunity and see like, okay, like it's an unexpected sort of year off. Mm-hmm. How can we do things differently, or how can we look at our processes, or how can we, you know? And
1: also, it's like this very unique way to assess: like, do we really need all this stuff? Mm-hmm. Like, can we survive as a society without having our lives scheduled every hour of every day between work and social
0: activities and family commitments? Yeah. Like. Like, do we really need all of this? Like, it's interesting. If you look at the impacts of something like this beyond health. Mm -hmm. um, So, you know, you look at how the stock market is performing and like. Although it went back up this morning. I was reading stories about it. Should have bought yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Or you look at, you know, sort of the cultural events being canceled and all these things that are happening. Mm -hmm. Um, Apart from destroying people's health, this is really like we're seeing what. At late stage capitalism looks like oh for sure we're seeing sort of the logical extension of or the logical conclusion of hustle and fomo culture Mm -hmm. like you know we can't be up in each other's faces all the time well when
1: you have an entire population who is i'm reticent to use this term but burnt out yeah um, who's working all the time, yeah. thinking about when they're even not at work, they're thinking about work all the time. Totally. They're overextending themselves constantly. Like yeah. even people who work as influencers and have full-time jobs, yeah. they're working eight hours a day and then going out to events every night for three hours. And when you're burned out. And, when, and then your immune system is already low. Yep. And you're coming in contact with hundreds of people every day. Like, yeah, doy. Of course this is going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. Don't quote, yeah. Yeah, doy. <laughs>
0: Science. So... Yeah, it's just, it's going to be a very strange time. Yes. But, you know, we all are going to wash our hands. Exactly. Sneeze and cough into your elbow. Stay home if you're sick.
1: Stay home if you're sick. Please get tested if you feel any symptoms at all. Think about your people. Think about your people and then your people's peoples. Exactly. And those people's peoples. Yeah. And and also, I just want to note that um, the free press has dropped the paywall. Mm-hmm. on all the coronavirus coverage in Winnipeg. So um, you don't have to sign up. You don't have to pay. If you want to stay informed, um, you can just head to our website, winnipegfreepress.com. Yeah. And uh, all that information is available for free. And we have so many people yeah. covering this, like monitoring every update. Yeah. So like really, if you if you need up-to-date information,
0: head to the website. That's where you go. Yeah. Um, one last point about Mm -hmm. this uh, which I've just found interesting because it's not like we haven't lived through pandemics and even recently H1N1 was a pandemic in 2009 SARS I believe was a pandemic or was it a outbreak I think it was an outbreak um but H1N1 that was huge yeah but what I think makes this so wild for people is that just the unprecedented shutdown of gatherings yeah. You know? And if you, like, look at the rest of the world, like, the Louvre still has Mona Lisa, but you can't go see her right now mm-hmm. because it's too close crowds. Right. Uh, in Japan, they've been playing baseball to no spectators. Right. For, like, a month already. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sort of a... It's a bit of a dystopian nightmare to see what the world looks like with no people in it. Like, mm-hmm. it's just... it's It's really freaky actually to be like well if you want to know know where all the people are they're at superstore they're at superstore buying toilet paper i went last night and i (laughs) i
1: i almost had like i'm not even exaggerating i almost had a panic attack because there were so many people there i went at 8 p.m last night to the superstore on grant and Keniston. not one leaf of toilet paper not uh people were like hoarding canned goods I saw a guy buy like two dozen cans of mushrooms I'm like what are you gonna do sit in your house and (laughs) eat canned mushrooms like (laughs) I mean like there (laughs) were no judges no judges like I'm like I just need some cat food and like a little bit of produce and some chips and I'm good right yeah but and the people kept like hitting my cart with their carts and like there were so many people lined up to pay that you couldn't even get out of the aisle into like the main aisle and I almost jumped like jump ship halfway through because I was like sweating and like it was it was like I was almost in tears like it was it was really really intense so everyone I think in that regard needs to just
0: like Get what you need and for so a couple take a weeks. Deep breath and just think about, you know, realistically. I, I think the word quarantine oh, is that's, scary. Oh, that's a trigger for a lot of people. And I think the other thing, like the thing that we haven't really lived through before with a pandemic is having social media. Mm-hmm. The last time we had a pandemic, social media was not. I think. It, it, it really wasn't. Because like, SARS. No. It, when was H1N1? 2009. Oh, OK. So like it existed. SARS, I remember, was like 2003. Yeah. Which think. there was definitely. Yeah. Um, I think by two thousand nine, yeah, people were on Facebook, very early adopters on Twitter, but yeah. it wasn't like it is now. Mm-hmm. So I think when people hear, you know, scary words like quarantine or you mm-hmm. know, you see like covers of newspapers that literally say like, All hell is breaking loose, like really put in the panic and pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's scary. And I think people are like, Oh no. So they're treating it like a natural disaster, like an earthquake or a hurricane, when yeah. when really you think about what you need for two weeks in your regular life. Right. It's probably not 100 rolls of toilet Probably not. <laughs> I have
1: nine, and I feel comfortable with that. Yes. I feel like, you know, and
0: really, maybe the lesson here is everyone should have a bidet. But <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, it's just, uh, it's been a weird time. And yes. like, it's, it's, and also, I think even if you're not, feeling unwell in terms of coronavirus Mm -hmm. symptoms check in with your body anyway because stress is real yes global stress will impact you Mm -hmm. like for example i was like why have i had a stomach ache all week it's like "Hmm." well yeah and like why am i not sleeping well why is my insomnia kicked back in well i wonder yeah and i don't think you're not uh unreasonable to feel afraid Mm -hmm. It's not unreasonable to have anxiety about what a recession could mean, especially if you lived through 2008, 2008, Um, you know, which was when I was entering the job market, like (laughs) cool times, (laughs) Um, you know, it's, it's, that is very real things that will impact everybody. Um, So yeah, I think further to what you were saying, top of the conversation about sort of striking that balance between full panic and being a little too chill about it. Like Mm -hmm. I think everyone just has to find that. And just stay that sweet spot in between. Stay informed from reputable
1: news outlets, whether you are a subscriber to the Free Press or another newspaper, another news outlet. Try not to live this pandemic on social media. Yeah. Like we're reporting stuff that is coming directly from health organizations, from the government, following the recommendations of people who know a lot more about this stuff than we do, certainly. Absolutely. I mean, we're not in a position to offer any kind of advice, but my only suggestion yeah. would be to to stay informed from the voices that
0: know more. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, we're not the only news organization that has dropped their paywall. No. That um, seems to be sort of the standard now. Well, I would argue that it is basically breaking news crisis information. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so there's lots of ways to stay informed. And, and the like virility of this uh pun intended intended. um it's that makes it all the more important there's already so much misinformation for sure and uh, you know try not to fall down that bad actors out there who are really exploiting the situation Mm -hmm. so yeah it's uh it's a wild world out there so take care of yourselves
1: we're all going to be quarantined in the next couple of weeks. Um, We're going to do reading, watching, listening. Yeah. I read a book. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I know it's rare because I'm often only talking about reality television, but this is like reality television in the form of a book. So it's really not far off brand. At least you're reading. What did you read? (laughs) At least I'm reading. Uh, I've been reading since I was five, Jen. I know Um, you read. (laughs) Just not often. Um, No, I read... Well, our books editor, Ben, asked if I would review Jessica Simpson's autobiography. (laughs) So definitely on brand. Pilot. Yes. Um, It's called Open Book. It's 407 pages long. That's it. With no pictures. What size font? Like normal size. That seems long. It's...
0: it's, For like a
1: celeb. It's very long. And she's only like... I want to say... 40 42 So yeah, like she, right. she has not yet lived,
0: a, f- a f- I would argue a full life. Yeah, okay. the world puts out memoirs by twenty-seven year old. I know.
1: Um. Yeah, and there's no photos, which is like my favorite part of reading celebrity autobiography. Is like that little section in the middle of the glossy little pictures baby. from like baby high folks. school, high yeah. school photos and stuff. And especially for someone like, like her, who talks a lot about her struggles with weight and. Like when she first got signed when she was 15 or 16 and Tommy Mottola telling her she had to lose 15 pounds right away, even though she was already like a size
0: four or something like that. Sidebar related to that. Yeah. I saw who sang the song Candy. Mandy Moore? Yes. Or was it? No, that's Mandy Moore. Is it Mandy Moore? Yeah. Um, Who am I thinking of? Not Mandy Moore. The other one that's kind of like Mandy Moore from that era jessica simpson no christina aguilera britney spears um
1: those are the four blondes at the time because she, was another she one. talks about them a
0: lot maybe it was mandy moore well, i don't well, it what's a story matter. i can i might know it um no just seeing a music video and being like holy dinah you are a child yeah, Mandy Moore was like fifteen in that video. Yeah, yeah. Like it must have been that. Yeah, yeah. It's like wow, like you are just a little tiny bird, right? So she spends a lot of time talking about
1: her her self worth via body image. I guess so because they were comparing grown women to children. Like, well, yeah, absolutely. And and that's so why I was really surprised that there were no photos anywhere because mm-hmm. it just seems very like yeah. to tie in well. But it's um, and I feel so terrible thinking this, but like it's not poorly written <laughs> so I'm like I'm wondering if maybe she had help or maybe she's a she's a closet
0: closet writer I don't know I think it's a fair expectation that because it, ghost writing is involved right in because there kind of are projects. some
1: parts where it does seem like the way that she's writing is more in line with the way that she speaks right and there are other times where it doesn't seem as aligned yeah so that's kind of interesting, but it could be. She's had a a very, I don't want to say challenging life, but she goes very, very deep into her marriage with Nicola Shea, her time with John Mayer, which was a lot more like intense than I ever knew about. Um, when she dated Tony Romo and everyone blamed her because he had a losing streak and she like had some real mental health issues. Well, I tied to guess that, so. when you have an entire stadium of people saying "Get out, Jessica!" Boo! <laughs> like, like people treated her have treated her very badly in her yeah. career, and like, yeah, maybe she's not the sharpest knife in the door. but like, that's like, so, so what? Yeah, she has a a, a clothing line that's worth, I want to say, fifty billion dollars or something like that. Yeah, like her Jessica Simpson collection is the the highest grossing celebrity line in existence. So, like, so, like she can't be that dumb, right? Like cut her cut her some comes slack a little bit, but it's it's an interesting book. I think it could be easily a hundred pages shorter. Mm. But um, she is, as the title suggests, an open book. Like she seems very honest about ever, and she doesn't always paint herself in the best light, either, which I kind of appreciate. I want the Britney Spears book to happen. so, bad I've been following a little bit of what's been happening with her recently mm-hmm. and it seems like she has been spiraling again
0: like that is a book or documentary that I feel I the feel quite means. bad for her actually I just I want to hear from her you know yeah. like I, I want to you know but not now because now she's not in the right frame of mind no, but like, eventually in like a decade that is what I want yeah um sidebar two for people who want celebrity baby slash little kid photos I highly recommend following January Jones mm-hmm. on Instagram of Mad Men and also Last Man on Earth. Uh, she grew up in South Dakota and had like a full mullet for a very long time <laughs> and like really like jankety teeth. And she constantly posts. And now she's she's one of the most beautiful yeah. women ever Yeah. now, um, but she posts constantly photos from when she was a kid and mm-hmm. I am here for it. I also read a book. Um, <laughs> uh really good book by an author named uh kylie reed it's her debut it's called such a fun age um takes place in philadelphia and uh, basically this black babysitter has this white toddler in a grocery store because she's her babysitter and gets accused of kidnapping her oh my god and it's kind of like this whole like how these families are intertwined and like Sorry, um, did you say what year this is supposed to take place it takes place in 2016 okay it's very very topical in such a natural way, mm-hmm. like. It really involves Instagram and like Twitter and just all the subtle details. I really appreciated it. Cool. Like the woman who is accused of kidnapping the kid doesn't have social media, interestingly. And so the someone films this altercation. It ends up going viral through a very unfortunate way. And uh, she's like trying to figure out where all these tweets are. And all her friends in unison are like, oh, no, you have to scroll up because it's Twitter. Like just so many like little details from now. It's so good. I read it in like two sittings. It's mm. it's very good. And like uh, what a knockout of a debut book too.
1: Might be a good book club pick. Yes, it's very good. Oh. So we have news. <laughs> I got a new job.
0: Karen has a new job. Yeah, Luckily, still at the paper. She still at
1: the Free Press. But I will not be working in Arts and Life anymore, which means we have to wrap up the pod. Mm-hmm. So this is our second last episode. Next week will be our last episode. Yes, for the foreseeable future.
0: Yes, it's it's going to be a wait and see situation. Yeah, so it's I think. a bit more of a see you later than
1: a goodbye. Yeah, and I'm hoping that we'll still be able to revive the btl brand in terms of some live events in the future so it's not like a firm goodbye it's like a hiatus right we'll see and like hope to see you later if we all
0: survive (laughs) uh (laughs) so we haven't discussed this now seems like a fine time <laughs> um i think for our final episode we may do like all our segments that's a good idea i was thinking that too yeah so well, we have the same brains, so obviously yeah, exactly we, just, we live in each other's <laughs> minds now it's actually scary sometimes. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah. So that'll be next week, and then so buckle in for so like buckle, an long episode. Buckle up for that. Yeah. Um, but I think it, this is also just a good time to thank everyone who's. We have yeah. well over a hundred episodes of this show. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of weekly listeners, yeah. and uh, this and would... it's been like almost three years.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Almost. Yeah.
0: It's been so fun, and we really appreciate everyone who uh, has been. Has been listening to this, so so yeah, I'm gonna cry next week. But
1: I have a tear No, no,
0: it's happening. <laughs> okay, wrap it up, wrap it up. <laughs> uh, you can find Ar- the last things that Aaron has written no. and <laughs> everything that I've written at uh- and all the coronavirus coverage. <laughs> yes, uh, actually, what Aaron will be doing at the paper though is very cool. Uh, she's yeah. going to be focusing on news engagement and kind of working with like our audience and like you know getting them getting them readers and engaging you guys. So she'll be doing a lot of really cool stuff. Yeah.
1: And if you have, if you're not a subscriber and you've been thinking about it or you're not sure if it's worth your money, I'd be really interested to talk to you and hear about something that would incentivize you to want to subscribe because that's going to be sort of what my job is about. Yeah, so, so the BTL email is still active and it will is. remain active. Yes. So you can contact me that way if you have any fun ideas or things that would...
0: That you would be interested in seeing in terms of content or events or anything, really. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Check that all out at winapakerybest.com. You can also follow us on social media. I'm at Jen's on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm at Naira on Twitter and Instagram. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>